Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone, this is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I'm so glad you're here with me today. So if you guys are already a fan of the show and I've been on here, you will recognize Jenny. And Jenny has been here before, and I wanted to have her come back on because she has a lot of insight and a lot of beautiful gems that she dropped on our first episode. So if you didn't see that, make sure you go and see that. And if you haven't subscribed yet, like, what are you waiting for? Like, go ahead and click that button. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe, like, share, all that amazing stuff because we are trying to grow this community, okay? So Jenny is a certified coach and she runs her own coaching practice called River Life Coaching. She is also a qualified lawyer in the UK, in Singapore, and Malaysia, and she is passionate about coaching introverted individuals to be more visible in their own terms and to empower them to live fully and joyfully. And if you saw the first video, you'll see that we talked a lot about that. But I asked Jenny to come back on because she pointed out a lot of great things. And one of the things that I loved was about the inner critic. So Jenny, thank you for coming back. I know it's late where you are and I appreciate you. How are you? Thanks, Nina, for having me. Yes, it, it is late. And yes, we were joking before the recording that I promise I won't fall asleep. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to be back. And yes, yes, our first episode, we discussed at length, you know, um, what it is uh, to be introverted as opposed to uh, being an extrovert. No, no one is saying that you should be in one camp or another. Uh, it's just to understand the differences and the uniqueness in our personalities. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really important because a lot of people right now, um, at least, you know, I think people are getting grounded again, but in, in the beginning it was getting very hostile, you know, if you didn't act a certain way or say a certain way or do certain things. And I realized that, um, we are starting to, at least from what I'm seeing, we're starting to turn a curve a little bit where people are starting to think about, wait a minute, maybe this person is just introverted. Maybe this person is just uh, like extremely extroverted because there's also extremes to each side yes. right and so that was that was really um helpful that we were able to talk about that last time and also about the fact that you you do you're an introvert yourself and that you coach introverted people as well and i thought that was really interesting because i remember thinking i don't think i've had a coach on that just works with you know with introvert i don't know i know that's not who you just work with mm. but that that you are introverted and that's what you do so i thought that was really really great and yeah, so thanks. while we were talking we were talking about our inner critics and i love this topic it's something that i really love to talk about i do a live every week and i always talk about the mindset to mm. win you know um and how um and, and a lot of it is about that criticism from within right so i wanted to talk to you about that like um, what is an inner critic, right? 
and like maybe some of the tools we can use to pull ourselves out of that. So why don't we start with that inner critic? What what is that for you? What did you what do you mean when you say that? So, um, Adina, I also trained with Dr. Shazad Shamin. He wrote this uh, New York Times bestseller um, book called Positive Intelligence. So, it's, it's, I'm not saying that his is the way to go to understand the inner judge. He calls uh, right. our the voices in our head the judge. Uh, but, but I thought it was a very good explanation. Everyone has, has their own take on the voices mm-hmm. in our head. The reality is we do have a lot of inner chatter and, and it gets quite noisy. So, in his book, he wrote about the fact that all of us, no one's excluded, has the master judge. So the master saboteur, sorry, the master saboteur who's the judge. So the judge is there and the judge shows up in many ways. So for example, Nina, if you're preparing for a meeting, so your judge, if your judge is is strong and and uh, domineering, your, your judge will come out and say, Nina, you didn't stay up long enough last night to prepare for the for the meeting. So your notes are not good enough. Who do you think you're going to kid when you come to this right. meeting? You know, people right. are going to find out. You only prepared three hours for it. So you have this voice yeah. going on, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, the judge uh, in his book, is uh, accompanied by accomplice saboteur. So he he has a website called positiveintelligence.com. On the website, there's a free assessment that you can do uh, to uh, find out your saboteur. So for me, my top accomplice saboteur is a controller, uh, a stickler, and hypervigilant. So you can imagine. So a controller needs everything to be, uh, you know... (laughs) I am under the illusion that everything's within my control. Right. is actually perfectionism. So can you imagine? Your judge says you didn't prepare long enough for the meeting. Then that would fuel my stickler to come in and say, oh, actually, yeah, definitely. Look at the typo errors here and the font size isn't right. You know, so that adds on, right? And the controller is like, oh, I need to control the, the environment in the meeting. I need to be there to ensure that the laptop works and the, you know, the projector works and all that. And hypervigilant is really... Um, thinking that what could go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> so can you imagine right, you've got right. the judge and these three people all talking in your head? How how do you expect the presentation to go well? So so that's that's right. just an illustration from my uh, personal saboteurs. Yeah, you know what's interesting though, um, as you were saying, I, you were explaining that I was thinking, but she's a lawyer that fits her perfectly. Exactly. <laughs> You know, and that's funny, right? Because it's like you went into the field that fit, you know what I'm saying? Your 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 inner voice or or who, you know, um or what drives you, right? Yes, um yes. uh and that's that's very interesting. And I think that I mean, do you feel like that fit you perfectly? Do you oh, feel like yes. that? Yeah, yes. they fit you perfectly. Yes, and, 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 and like, on the personal yeah. side as well, because I'm a mom. Yeah. So you can imagine okay. I'm hypervigilant. <laughs> and can you imagine a controlling mom? So it's, I, I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm letting go a lot. Right. So actually, you see, you can have all these traits. And it, again, it's, it's like in moderation, right? So when my yeah. saboteurs showed up and, and if they're really hijacking me, that's them in their extreme. So mm-hmm, actually, mm-hmm. there are ways to tone down the saboteurs or even to not let them control and overwhelm you. So it's okay to be, you know, vigilant because, right. you know, I, I, I analyze the, the worst case scenarios and I come up with solutions. But the, the difference here is when, when your saboteurs overwhelm you, you are filled with stress and anxiety. Right. And yes, you may eventually be successful in the meeting. And uh, come on, I, 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 
let's just imagine all those savages creating haywalks in my head. I still do a good presentation. Can you imagine right. how tired I will be after that? Because my whole right. body will be so tense with anxiety. And uh, I'm an introvert, so you can imagine how much uh, yeah. energy like has, has yeah. left me, right? However, right. if you recognize that these are the savages, this is not who you are, you have prepared well for your presentation, then uh, you're able to do some exercises to let go of these savages it's so right, much easier wow. you still present yeah. a good meeting uh, no one if, if you're very good no one will know externally what's happening but you can imagine if my savages hijack me I'll be so tired because I'm fighting with them however right. if I don't let the savages right. control me it'll be so much easier be calmer and I come out of it feeling you know feeling like wow that was easy so, so there right. is a difference internally do you think that um, if you come away, if if you like, you say to yourself, I'm still going to do the presentation anyway, and I'm going to do a good job, and you finish and you did a good job. Do you feel like um, that that settles down other saboteurs in your life? Or do you think that that is something you're always going to have to try to overcome it's always gonna um it's always with you um so so even uh dr shamin said that for him his judge comes out really strong really harsh and even now you know having written the book having done all this research his judge still comes up but the difference um, what he said was last time the judge would take hold of him for days on end right now maybe he'll recover after an hour and I, I noticed it for myself as well I noticed the, the controlling trait come out or the hypervigilant trait so I may struggle with it but if I reflect it won't last as long as as before right. so I am, right. I am able to let go and, and move towards a calmer way of thinking that's really great and the reason I asked that was to get that kind of answer because I think people are way too hard on themselves. They think that they should already be over this or they should already have this done or whatever. And that's not how this works. No. You know, um, saboteurs, as the way that you're explaining it, almost sound like they're like innate personality traits too, right? That, you know, but then the voices come up to try to, you know, um, criticize what you're doing because you're not doing it to that saboteur right i used to um work with a coach and he used to call those gremlins right Mm. so i had a gremlin his name was henry uh and and what 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 that was is that every time i was criticizing myself or i felt bad about something i did or didn't do i would i'd be like oh henry's here hi henry you know what i say he was like um like a self-sabotage type of thing, right? Um, and so they call the gremlins um, that come and try to, and and the way he explained it, I'm wondering if this is um, going to be something you agree with. The way he explained it too was that sometimes the gremlins, um, and I don't know if the, the judges or saboteurs are the same, mm. would come and do that because they're trying to protect you. Mm. Because it's who you nor you know it's who you normally are or how you you um or how you work around something and so it pops up to try to protect you from the uncomfort of doing something. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like the judges? And stuff it it come does. Up it does. Yeah. So, yeah. so the judge comes up to say that. You know, are you sure you want to do this, Jenny? You know. Yeah. Okay, let's just say, for example, this this podcast recording. The judge is coming. Are you sure you want to do this? You're not in your top form. It's so late. You know. What 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 <laughs> if you run out of things to talk about with Nina? You know. If, if this right. is coming up. So it's under the pretense actually mm. that you know you uh your, my judge is trying to protect me. 
And can you imagine right. if I let these thoughts run? Uh, yeah. We're not going to have a good conversation right now. So yeah. it's, it's just a lie to think that, oh, I, I need to listen to these voices in my head because they are, you know, keeping me safe. However, right. if you think about right. most times, they end up making you feel more worried, more stressed, more anxious, and even angry at times when things don't <laughs> go your way. However, if you are able to let it go, um, yeah, things will be just so much easier and smoother and even if it's not easy you're able to center to why you're doing this in the first place why are we having this conversation because we both feel strongly that a lot of people are just you know kind of sucked in by the voices in their heads and not really mm-hmm. doing anything mm. you know it almost helps a little bit jenny to to give it a name it yes. almost helps to give it a name right it helps to give it gremlin or saboteur judge because it, then you can almost look at it as an external thing where you can deal with it, right? A lot of times, because we are so hard on ourselves normally, right? I, w- I was going to say women, but you know what? Men are hard on themselves too. They just maybe don't express it as much as, yes. as women. Yes. They keep it inside. Um, they keep it inside, right? And so I think calling it a, a judge, a saboteur, a gremlin, whatever that is, almost gives you a little more control. Right. Because you've I, at least for me, I'm a very visual person. So I'm like visualizing it like externally and how now I can do something with this externally. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, do you feel that way, too? Do you feel like yeah. it, it to give so, it a so if you if you know, like I, I identified my saboteurs, right? That's why if you know you're saboteurs, so imagine that they are like your wanted criminals. So every time they, they show, like if you call them gremlins, if the gremlins pop up, you recognize them. And the moment yeah. you recognize them, you can consciously make a choice whether you mm. want to follow what they're saying or, mm. you know, uh, choose another way. So it's, it's like um, how how Shazad explains it is like putting your hand over a hot stove so when the the judge and the saboteurs come out that's when you know your hand is over the hot stuff but how long do you want to put your hand over that stuff oh, no right good. it's as as, wow. as far as fast as you can you remove it but a lot of times we put our hand there and then we we let it burn a slow burn and we're like oh this is painful this is stressful why am i so anxious you know we don't take it away yeah. and and actually the, the simple tips that we can do is to be present i know this is such a cliche uh, term they're like okay okay nina you're probably thinking well, what do you mean by being present we're we're present here right but these voices keep us from being present so if you want to be present you just leverage on the five senses and and a simple exercise that i like doing is actually Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Be, uh, rubbing uh, both the palms of my hands together and being very intentional, feeling the the ridges of my fingertips. I know I'm talking now, so I'm not fully concentrating on it. But you know, when when I yeah. do it, just just a few seconds or so, yeah. I notice that I calm down. You must really focus on on the sense of touch and and really yeah. do it. So so this is something that's helpful. And of course, deep breathing is is also helpful. Uh, yeah. It's just that, like you said, a lot of us are hard. So even like. 
if I'm doing this, I'm like, okay, I'm not coming down, not coming down, right? Then that's you, your judge is coming up again. So ignore that. Just, just really focus on one sense, touch. Yeah. Or if it's yeah. the sense of sight, look at something really nice and colorful and just focus on it. You don't have to analyze why is this color this way. Just enjoy it. And if it's a, mm-hmm. a sense of sound, just listen to the sound that's nearest to you. It could be a, the sound of your own uh, breath or it could be something further away. And you just do this 10-15 seconds, play around with it and then come back to what you need to do, whether it's write that presentation or have that difficult conversation. You know that, you'll notice that you yourself have calmed down and you've slowed down a bit and you're no yeah. longer, you're, it's no longer that noisy. I'm not saying that it will go away completely, but at least that's a, a good first start to, yeah. uh, basically, you just want to short circuit the saboteurs. You don't want to be hijacked by them. So by doing this, you are short circuiting the, the automatic response and mm-hmm. intentionally moving to a more calmer, uh, sage-like response. Yeah, I agree. I I talk about that too. I talk about um, anchoring too. So like for instance, this could be an anchor for you, right? Mm -hmm. That you know that when you do this, you need to calm down, right? So it could always be like, and you could do that anywhere, right? You could do that in a restaurant. You could do that wherever you are. Um, You can, if that, if that was an anchor for you, you know, Uh, like I have some of my clients will like to pull their earlobe will calm them down that like they already associated that with yes calm, you know um i agree with that i also agree with like your senses i love that i agree with that i always say you know look around the room see if you can find something blue see if you can find something red you know because if you focus on something it is what will take over right yes. But so if you um, if you like focus on anything else, you are now leaving that you can't focus on 20 things at once. People think that they can, but they really aren't. Right. You just women your- think we can because oh, we yeah, are yeah, natural yeah. multitaskers. Right. So we yeah. think that, yes, I can do 20 things at the same time and do them well. And do them well, right? And meanwhile, like, nah, you're not doing that well. It's like you have 50 tabs open on your screen. You're not really doing 50 tabs. I promise you. You know, but I think it's this thing of, you know, needing to be perfect, meaning needing to um, complete something or hurry up. You know, we have this, this thing now. I don't know if it's because of the the seven seconds you get to watch a video on TikTok or whatever it is that's happening with our brains, but it seems like everything has to be fast. Yes. Otherwise, you become obsolete, right? I mean, that's that's the trend now. If you're not fast enough, you will disappear. I mean, even in in social media feeds, right? You know, you need to be be posting very often, not just once a day, several times a day if you really want to keep yourself in in the the top five. How do you keep up? And you're just going to run out of energy. Yeah, (laughs) I don't have time. But you know why? Because I, I, I don't think humanity is supposed to be that way. You know what I mean? I I don't think I I just don't think it's supposed to be that way. We're not supposed to be posting 20 times a day. Who does that? That, you know, you have to like that has to be like literally your career, right? Doing Mm -hmm. that. Um, But, you know, it and that too, Jenny, will also develop. and, And I wanted to ask you about that. Develop these inner critics, these judges. Because when you don't post it 20 times, oh no. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Say, yeah. The judge will say, how <laughs> dare be, you? Yes, you're yeah. not going to be in the top five anymore. You know? <laughs> right, right. And so I wanted to ask you, do you think that the gremlins, the inner critics, the saboteurs, do you think that's something that is in your personality trait as you grow up? Or do you think that's something we pick up along the way as we grow? 
I think it's a mixture of both. So, you know, um, I remember that I used to worry a lot even when I was young because mm. um, I, I, I guess I, I didn't want to trouble my parents so much. So I took a lot on myself to handle things. And I'm just a kid, right? So right. no one asked me to do that. So it could be a personality thing that I have. I mean, I, my mm-hmm. parents never say that, you know, Jenny, you have to take care of everything. But somehow I have, I have that <laughs> I have that uh, inborn responsibility in me. So like mm. you said, you know, it could be something that life experiences or, you know, something that we picked up along the way or something happened to us. Like, for example, if uh, another, uh, when you were young, another girl told you, oh, Nina, I don't like your hair hair you know i think you're so old school you're not trendy so that mm-hmm. hurt maybe you wanted to be part of that cool girls group right. that hurt right so maybe the sense of like i am not i don't feel i belong to to a group i know that was during your childhood but then it could go on when you go to college and university and work the sense of like i need to fit in so it could be just one experience because you were so young then it, it hurt you and it stuck However, if you recall back to any time, if you can, I had trouble doing that, to any time before you turn seven, that is the time when it's your true beautiful essence. We all have that. I mean, I know some people have painful childhood even before seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I, I, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, for, for those uh, people, there will be much more, uh, you, you do need to see a counsellor to, to get, you know, what's your true essence. But every child at that young age it's beautiful so try and recall you know what were you like at that young age you were very carefree and and you know you were vibrant uh, confident and it's only when adults whether it's parents teachers you know well-meaning aunts who <laughs> say something to you and yeah. after that you know your your personality so just true. got not say repressed but you know you just feel that you are you have to fit into a certain mold so and true. somehow, you know, in adulthood, we we know that we don't have to fit in that mold, but we've been in that mold for so long. Again, it takes so much to break out of it and mm-hmm. to rediscover mm-hmm. uh, who we truly are. So that's why I do coach a lot of people to say, that, do you remember how you were when you were young? So there was this woman, she recalled that she was a talented dancer and singer when she was oh, young. Wow. And now at the workplace, she finds that, yes, she's still confident externally, but again, the savages and the critics inside her, right? It's so tiring each day to portray that confidence. Whereas when I mm-hmm. asked her to reflect how she was when she was a child dancing and singing on stage, she didn't need to put up an act. She didn't need to get confident. She just went on stage and she loved doing what she did because she was young and she didn't care about what people think. So actually, when we're adult, we tend to overthink too much. We tend to doubt ourselves even more. And and slowly, she re- I asked her, is that young girl still you right now? Do you still see her? And then she wow. paused and then she said, yes, she is, but I haven't brought her out for a very long time. No, that's powerful. Yeah. I'm sure that helped her a lot too in her journey because then you we have to reconnect to, to who yeah, we I was just going to yeah. say you have to reconnect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to reconnect to that and and really realize that we are really quite amazing humans, right? I mean like we really are. We do a lot of amazing things. We can think of a lot of things we love well. You know like human beings are are beautiful and um and it's if we can just reconnect and discover that essence that you're talking about. That's beautiful, right? Because I think even as a traumatic um and trauma when you were young, that happened to me. I had a lot of trauma when I was young, but I also remember like really fiercely loving 
like really fiercely wanting to have fun, like really fiercely wanting to play outside, you know? So even with the trauma, right? So I think, and you're, you're quick to forgive when you're a child too, you know? So there's a lot that happens there. So that's really great that you do that with your, with your clients um, and take them back to that place. I bet you that's life transforming because sometimes we forget about that person. You know? Yes, and and, and yeah. then we 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 seem to think that you know we must behave in a certain way and act in a certain way because now I'm a professional, now yeah. I'm a wife, now I'm a mom. You know, at times just let yourself go a bit crazy and reconnect yeah. with with your your childhood. You know, who who you were as a child and, and have fun. And I'm sure your kids will love you for that as yeah. well. Yeah, and you know what's funny, Jenny, that if we showed up like that from the beginning nobody would know the difference. Like if, if she didn't show up completely like lined up professional, I'm a CEO or whatever, and I got to act this way. If she just showed up carefree and who she was, people would have accepted her for that to begin with. You know I what I'm saying? We have that yeah. fear that people yeah. won't. So it depends on yeah. the organization that we're working for, right? So, so yeah. at times, you know, we might fear, feel fearful that we they, they don't accept this. But like you said, yeah. if we show up authentically and if people are open, to yeah. see that, hey, you know, she's like that, but she still does a very good job. So yeah. why are we being so picky on her external behavior? And, yeah. and, you know, why are we not looking at the output at what she's producing? Unfortunately, people pass first impressions on you. So, yeah. you know, if you're interviewing a candidate who's like, you know, properly suited up and, and another candidate who's wearing really casual clothes and your organization is very, you know, white collar buttoned up, yeah. you tend to be more inclined towards yeah. the person who fits the organization culture that's absolutely and you miss, you miss out the opportunity true. of knowing yeah. the other person yeah, yeah. that's a hundred percent true i was just talking about that with some of my colleagues that is a hundred percent true but the funny thing is jenny is everybody who's in the white collar suits are also pretending <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so they're gender passing judgment on each other and meanwhile they're all struggling with the same things it is hilarious but i mean that's human nature for you that's you are absolutely and, 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 right. and i think a practical tip is if you are hiring and you find yourself being biased you know, if you are aware that you're like leaning towards someone, I'm not saying that you switch immediately and must hire the other person on the other right. side. But at least that awareness causes yeah. you to pause yeah. and think about it. You know, okay, I'm yeah. hearing this guy because I really like him. He looks like me 20 years ago. I, you know, he's like me when I'm young, you know. So you feel that, oh, I really think he's a great fit. You know, suspend judgment for a while. Give yeah. the other guy a chance. Suspend Hear what judgment. he has to say. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Jenny, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Um, I'm not going to take you up too much of your time so you can get some sleep. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep, uh, right? We still had a you fun didn't fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I really am glad you came back. And this was thank really, you. really insightful. I truly appreciate it. So before I let you go, though, you know the drill, Jenny. I need to have people know where to reach you and, and how to reach you and all that so that they can work with you on all of these aspects as well. So give us okay. um, your handles, sure. please. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you can find me on my website at www.riverlifecoaching.com. Com. I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook uh, under the company awesome. name, uh, company name River Life Coaching, or you can find me under Jenny To. I see my name on the banner here, so your T O H is my surname. I don't post twenty times a day. I don't even post daily, but you know I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> I love that, guys. Uh, thank you so much, Jenny, for being here and. Guys, for those of you who are listening, seriously, um, we all have the gremlins. We all have the inner critics. We all have it. I mean, you are not exempt. We are all going through it. So just know that there is 
tools, techniques, and tips and stuff like that. Working with a coach sometimes is even the best way to do it so that you can get through those challenges that you're going through because you don't need to get stuck there. You really, really don't. And a lot of the things that we tell ourselves when we're listening to that inner critic is not true, right? Sometimes we just inflate it. It's not really true. So I want you to, you know, reach out to Jenny if you need to, um, you know, work with someone on this kind of coaching, or if you're an introvert and, and really want to connect with somebody at that level, Jenny's the perfect person for you. So make sure that you go ahead and follow her river life coaching. I'll put all of her information below. And if you didn't see the first one, Make sure you go back and watch that one as well. Thank you guys for being here. This is Nina Perez. This is Straight Talk. No sugar added. Until next time. This broadcast is brought to you by Winject Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.